We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. We are held in the hands of the goddess. We are held, we are held. We are held, we are loved in the heart of the goddess. We are loved, we are loved, we are loved. What in your life needs to heal? Is it something in your body? Is it in your thoughts or your feelings? Welcome to the Empowered Healer Show with your host, Dr. Susan Allison. Our program will present healing methods and ideas to help you change the challenging parts of your life and support the people who mean the most to you. Now, here is Dr. Susan Allison. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Empowered Healer Show. I'm Dr. Susan Allison, and I always say this every week, but I'm so happy that you've joined us today. You're the reason I'm doing this show, to share guests with so many inspiring ideas about healing and transformation. And I know I've told you this before too, but my soul's purpose is to help the planet heal by helping its people heal. And you are helping me do this, so thank you. I hope you're feeling empowered this week. And I've had something empowering happen to me. I always share something about my personal life when I start the show. And I love it when we figure something out that's been making us feel a certain way or act a certain way, and we get it. And I got it in the middle of the night. What I realized is my ego has been in charge for a couple of days and helping me separate, unfortunately, from people I love by feeling jealous or angry and self-righteous. And I caught it, which I'm thrilled about. And those of you who say that you can get rid of your ego, I really don't think that's true. I feel that we can tame the ego. We can tell it to calm down, that all is well, it can rest, because I believe the ego is fear. And once I realized, you know, what I was afraid of, I could see it as an illusion. And so I'm just sharing this with you today, and I hope you can do that as well. So I can then be in completely in my higher self, who is free and joyful and peaceful. So talking about all these positive things reminds me of our guest. And I'm calling him, after reading his bio and his book, I'm calling him the King of Positivity. Wanting his readers and audience to live in the moment, be grateful, believe in themselves, and contribute to the betterment of others. And he is Mark William Pezzolato, who is an author, speaker, musical performer who has been on his soul's path since childhood. You know, I did a lot of research on him and I was fascinated uh, by Mark's childhood. He had as a child something he calls an awakening that resulted in an overwhelming fear of death. He could even sense the imminent deaths of others and would scream as he realized their fates. This fear 
led him on a 15-year search for answers about death, universal teachings, philosophy, awareness, and healing. This research led him to write his powerful book, Transformations, Your Inner Guide to Self-Exploration, released in 2011. So besides being an author, if that wasn't enough, he produced this fabulous book. He also has produced thousands of songs for artists, films, television, and radio through his company, Pesmosis Music Productions. He's also a singer-songwriter and a drummer for rock and punk bands. So I'm wondering what you do in your spare time, Mark. Hello and welcome to the show. <laughs> Thanks, Susan. That is my spare time. I, <laughs> I love what I do. It's a, it's a passion. And uh, I really love what you were saying about ego is fear. I've yep. never looked at it like that. Um, and I totally agree with you. I think that's a very great way of looking at it. Yep. No, I, I, this has been over years, you know, I finally have realized that it's fear. And so I just try to calm it down and I actually soothe it as opposed to think I have to, you know, be angry at it or punish it or say, you know, get the heck out of here. And I've tried all that. <clears throat> what works the best is just to calm it down and say, I know you're trying to protect me, but you can just relax and I'm okay and my higher self is in charge and we're fine. <laughs> I was, so, I'm really interested, though. Can you give a specific example of how ego is fear? Absolutely. Um, I believe that in childhood, in fact, your childhood, which I want you to get into in a moment, you had fear. You had fear of death. And I think what the ego does, it comes in when we're children, when we have something difficult happen, as you did and I did in my childhood. I think the ego is just trying to protect us. It's trying to help us set boundaries. It's trying to alert us when there's danger. And it tells us, you know, don't go into that alley or don't talk to this person. This person isn't safe. So I think the ego, as children, the ego is trying to protect us. But what happens is it's been a while since we've been children in, in, in our homes in our with our parents, for most of us. And we don't need the ego to be so hyper vigilant. So we can, we can, it's, it, we're not children anymore. We're not in a dangerous, vulnerable situation, but that we've let the ego kind of get out of control. And that's my belief. And now we can bring in our higher self voice and just say, you know, and connect, you know, with our spiritual practice, connect and say, you know, all is well, I am fine, there's nothing in the present moment, which you talk a lot about in your book, nothing in the present moment that's harming me. It's fear is, is in the, it's about past things happening and about anything happening in the future. It's an illusion. It hasn't really happened yet. Absolutely. Even uh, Mark Twain uh, says things like that, uh, that um, the things that, uh, that have happened um, 90% of them, the things that I worry about have not even come to happen. It's so true. It's so true. You know, fear is an illusion and, um, it's, except at the present moment, you know, someone jumps out at you with a knife. That is in the present moment and that is going to induce fear and you need to protect yourself. But I'm talking about, you know, 99% of our fears are about things that haven't happened and a lot of them we can't even control anyway. Oh, yeah. I, I had this thing. It, it's so bizarre, too. And I get it with, uh, with sports, like uh, bowling. I used to bowl in a league, and, uh, and I was a good bowler. But I'd only be a good bowler when 
it didn't matter when it was just, you know, regular season or bowling yep. gets friends and, and I could bowl strikes and, and do some great games. But as soon as it came down to a competition, yep. my heart would start pounding and you'd think about all, all the future, what's going to happen if I bowl another strike or what if I can't get it right? And, and, then, and then you just lose it. Then, then you're gone. Once you're out of the now moment, it's over. Your, your ego has taken over and you are experiencing fear for yep. sure. Yeah, no, good example, because, you know, you write about this a lot in your book, Transformations. You write about comparing yourself to others. You write about competition, and you write about, you know, really needing to stay in the present moment in our lives. You want to say more about that? Yeah, well, one of my favorite authors is Eckhart Tolle, and Eckhart Tolle talks about the power of now and all all these things, and it, it's nothing new. Now, in Transformations, Your Inner Guide to Self-Exploration, it's nothing new. It's universal concepts and teachings that have been taught for ages and ages. And it's only now that, that people are starting to come out of their ignorance. And, and we are all ignorant. We're all experiencing fear. Everyone has fear. But I think what happens is as we uh, grow up in this society and we see celebrities and, and uh, people who have made a huge impact on society, we think that those people do not experience the, the daily issues that we experience. And that's not true. Everyone has fear. It, to be human is to be fearful. We have mm-hmm. things within us that, uh, that um, we need to deal with. And only you can deal with it. Only you can deal with your own problems. And it all happens right now. There is no problem right now if you're here right now. But when you get caught up in the, in the past or the future, you're, you're off somewhere else that has nothing to do with what life is really about. Mm, that's so true. It's so true. You know, since we're on that, the fear topic, you know, I'd, I really would like you to talk a bit about your childhood just because I think a lot of my listeners email me and say that they love it when people talk about their own lives because they're more human then and they can relate to you. And they go, wow, I've, you know, I had that fear too. Can you talk a bit about this, this idea of awakening and the idea of, you know, this happened very young in your life and about your fear of death. Yeah, okay. It's it's interesting because a lot of people, you'll hear somebody say, oh, I had an awakening or, oh, I had a spiritual awakening. But, you know, I, I didn't even really consider it to be an awakening until looking at it now, which, mm-hmm. which now it's been, been about close to 25 years, 26 years since this, since this happened. Yeah. But it's only now that I realized that it actually was an awakening. It was, uh, I was sitting in front of the TV, cross-legged, five years old, and I don't even remember what was on TV. It wasn't, it wasn't even an issue. I, I specifically remember looking to my left, upper left, and then thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to die. At some point, I'm going to die. This is going to be over. There, and then I, I thought, well, what's going to happen? And, and then my mind started wandering. And, and I, I, I got really scared. Like, uh, my heart started pounding. And, and uh, five years old, I just started crying. And I ran to my mom. And, uh, and uh, she was wondering what was wrong with me. And I said, uh, I, I'm going to die. And, and she goes, Mark, we're all going to die. I'm going to die before you. What do you have to worry about? And that didn't that didn't make it any better for me. 
<laughs> since, uh, since kids' greatest fear is their parents dying, that probably wasn't good news. <laughs> that was that made it even worse. If you ever experienced that when a child is crying and then they just cry harder and you didn't oh. think it was possible, that was one of those moments. So oh. then uh, for about uh, another 10 years, even more than that, uh, sometimes I'd lie alone in my bed and and my mind would start thinking about death. And then I wouldn't know what to do. I would start panicking and hyperventilating and I'd have to get up and walk around the house until I would actually calm down. And I thought there must be something wrong with me or something because um, we all die. Everybody dies, but I just couldn't face it. There was something there. So I started researching it. I started listening to people who speak about death. I started uh, uh, reading books on the topic of death. Of, and I found a commonality between what everyone was saying. And there was, there's, one, there's one quote on, on Transformations, Your Inner Guide to Self-Exploration. If you look on the very back of the book, you will see a quote. And the quote is, we are not human beings having a spiritual experience. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. And it's, it's notions like that, things like that, that you ever read something that just resonates with you? And yeah. like for, for me, I get uh, like if you, if you start becoming more in tune with your body and you start meditating and uh, you'll realize that, uh, that there are sensations that happen within the body that guide you. And right now, as I'm speaking to you, I'm experiencing those feelings. And those are feelings of shivers. I get shivers down the back of my neck and all over my body. And it's whenever I start speaking about this topic or any topic that is for the betterment of humanity, it's just something. I don't even know how to explain how I know the things that I know other than it just flows through me, like, unbelievably. This book, Transformations, Your Inner Guide to Self-Exploration, was pretty much the easiest thing I've ever had to do because it just flowed. It wasn't, there was nothing blocking it. I almost feel like I didn't even write the book because it it mm-hmm. um, it it's something else something else was there. Yeah, there's something else there guiding. I cannot even explain it. I totally understand. I my book Empowered Healer: Gain the Confidence, Power, and Ability to Heal Yourself. I feel was channeled. I, I felt like I was like this hollow reed. I was this vessel, and it just came in. And I I say in the book that it, it wrote me. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I yeah, totally absolutely. get it. And what else is, is really interesting, and uh, uh, like, uh, because I've written now transformations, I, I get to speak to people like yourself, Susan, mm-hmm. and, and have, have uh, like, I would have never met you if I would have never written this book, or who knows how it would have ended up, but at the same time, you meet like-minded people who who are, are doing things for the betterment of humanity. And just listening to you speak just feels like a warm blanket. Oh, thank you. You know, I feel the same way. You know, doing this radio show has connected me to you, has connected me to all of these wonderful, wonderful people. It's like, I feel like 2012 is a time when we're all meeting the soul family. You know, we're connecting with all of these people on our path that we're meant to be with. We're meant to be a team. We're not meant to do this alone, this work that we need to do. So I feel that, you know, in fact, I want you to talk more about this, about synchronicity. You know, you say there, you know, there, you know, there are no random acts. 
you know, it's, it's like someone said to me recently, there really are no coincidences, you know, and so, yeah, talk about that. Uh, well, it's interesting because in your life, as, as the days go by, sometimes you may notice, wow, that, that happened. That is so like, oh, I was just thinking about this person and the phone rang and it was them. Or, yep. or, or now I'm looking at the clock and it's 11, 11. I don't know. Whatever, whatever your, your thinking is a synchronicity, it will, it will just seem like that. But, um, what's more important, and if you really go down to it, uh, everything is perfect. Absolutely 100% everything is perfect. There is yep. no limitation, lack, or there, there is no impossibility to the mind of God. And we are all God. So, so everything is, is in its right place at the right time, including yourself uh, listening to this broadcast. You are in the right place at the right time. And how do you know? Because you're experiencing it. Yep, you're here. You know, I love what you say. This is at the end of the book. You say, uh, the quote is, every snowflake falls, each in its appropriate place. There is no such thing as a random event. Reflect on this. Know that within you is infinite intelligence. So I'm gonna, I love that, and we're going to need to uh, take a break. And we'll be right back, everyone, with Mark Pesolato and his transformational philosophy. We'll be right back. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Dr. Susan Allison is available online, by phone, and in person to help you heal whatever is no longer working in your life. You can go to her website at www.empoweredhealer.com or call her toll-free at 866-268-2121. Dr. Allison also has CDs and DVDs available on her website to empower you even more. You can listen to her voice guide you through meditations, visualizations, and exercises from her book, Empowered Healer. Her powerful book is available from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Balboa Press, and from local bookstores. Begin today to gain the confidence, power, and ability to heal yourself. Visit EmpoweredHealer.com or call 866-268-2121. Every moment that we live provides us with numerous opportunities to grow more deeply spiritually through our active engagement in positive, concrete ways that can uplift, encourage, and help ourselves and each other. Become a part of Our Sacred Journey with your host, Audrey Katagawa. Our program will include guests who will share their experiences with you to inspire you to help create a peaceful, cooperative present and future and to explore your creativity and the valuable contributions which you can make. Our Sacred Journey airs live Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on 7th Wave. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are tuned in to the Empowered Healer Show with Dr. Susan Allison. 
If you wish to speak to Dr. Allison or her guests this week, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or you can send an email to the Empowered Healer at Comcast.net. Now, back to the program. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Empowered Healer Show. If you're just tuning in, I'm Dr. Susan Allison, and I am honored to have my guest with me today, who is Mark Pezzolato. He's the author of Transformations, and it's exactly what we're talking about is transforming. And if you uh, just tuned in, we were just talking about the fact that there are no random events, no coincidences. It's really synchronicity. It's being absolutely where we are meant to be all the time. And I'm meant to be here. Mark is meant to be here with me. And you are meant to be listening to the show. So I'm so glad you're here. So, Mark, I, you know, we were talking about your childhood a bit. And I guess I want to hear more because I think this would help people get over their own fears what do you feel was like most instrumental in your own healing? Your own uh, healing. It, it, it really comes down to you are not alone. I, I found that uh, one, one of the things was, that really spoke to me was that, that we are all one. Uh, whenever I used to think about death in a, in a fearful way, it was more about uh, I was going to be alone. All this was going to disappear, and mm. then there's there's nothing. It's it's over. That's it. And and if you really think about it, that's that's impossible um, mm-hmm. that you would ever be alone in that because everything is energy. We are energy. We are all all one in the same. We're all made of the same matter. We are all we are all here, and. What a, what it really comes down to with with death and and being fearful of things has to do with what's going on within yourself and uh, death. That's why I called the book transformation, and I'm sure that's why you talk about transformational transformational journeys because death is just another transformation. You're just yep. going through another portal. You're just uh, you're no longer within this body, this vessel, and and you're just simply borrowing it for a short period of time. And my goodness, is it ever a short period of time? Yeah. And and um, I, I like to mention Eckhart Tolle again because once again he is my favorite author. But he talks about in uh, in in his book Stillness Speaks. He speaks mm-hmm. of um, the color blue. And if you were to ever uh, see the color blue, and if the world was ever just the color blue, you would not notice that the color blue exists. Like a fish in water does not know that water exists. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only reason why you notice blue is because there are other colors that we can see. And the only reason why we can notice change in the world is because there is something within us that is forever, and that does not change. And that is who we are. Mm, I love that. I'm glad that you mentioned Eckhart Tolle. Uh, and you, you quote uh, Telhard de Chardin a lot in your book as well. And I'm looking at day four. And by the way, Mark's book, Transformations, Your Inner Guide to Self-Exploration, is 365 
uh, passages that you can read one a day for an entire year. And I love how it's laid out in that way, and they're beautiful quotations, and then he elaborates on the topic. So this one is page six. He says um, about being one, which you were saying a few minutes ago. We are the same entity, the same being. You are not superior nor inferior. You are equal to every person, regardless of occupation, status, or any other form of separation known in our society. Next time you feel sorry for yourself or feel like nobody cares about you, remember that we are all one and the same, connected through divine essence. I think that's beautifully put, Mark. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, (laughs) That gives me shivers, too. It's beautiful. Yeah, thank you. It, you know, really, it really is uh, amazing that 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 kind of that. Uh, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I'm going to toot my own horn. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's it's important. Sometimes somebody will read a passage of my book, or they'll say something to me about my work, or they'll they'll say something to me about one of my songs, and it's like I think we too easily forget or honor ourselves. I think many of us who are givers, who are in the world to do service, we are so used to that that sometimes it's harder for us to receive. And yeah, and so I think that hearing, you know, getting uh, some confirmation about your book is important um, to really take in, you know, really breathe it in and know that it's that it's true, and that I'm being completely authentic. Yeah, I think uh, you, you mentioned uh, servant being a servant, yep. and I feel that we are here to be servant. We are here to experience life and be a servant to humanity. That is our purpose. What other purpose is there? What other purpose could there be? Like, uh, like to experience life into its fullest in, in the way, in whichever way you choose to, you have the complete choice to choose what occupation you have, what you're going to be doing uh, with your life, what you're going to do from the moment you get up to the moment you go to sleep. And if your choice is to serve others, you are going to benefit greatly. Uh, the most selfish thing you could ever do is is do something for somebody else. <laughs> I, and, and I firmly mm-hmm. believe that. I always feel that when I do good for others, it's being selfish because when you do something good for somebody else, you're going to get that back tenfold. It's the law of nature. It's the, it's the law of attraction. It's, it's a universal law. It's not a feel-good principle. You do good for others, good's going to come your way. So why not do good for others? It's, uh, it's simple. Yep. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. And I don't, I don't think I, buy, I may not use the word selfish because it has such negative connotations, especially in this Judeo-Christian culture. You know, that we're not supposed to be selfish. We're, we're supposed to be humble and we're not supposed to, like you said earlier, toot your own horn and stuff. But I really believe it's because we are one, you know, it's, it's, I'm doing for others what you know, it's like that casting your bread on the water in the Bible. You know, mm-hmm. you're casting it on the, on the water and it comes back a thousandfold. And I think that that's so true. I wanted to actually jump on that for a second because I wanted to, you know, I, I listened to your, your video, watched your video, which is about the law of attraction. And you mentioned the law of attraction and love being connected. So I wondered, wondered if you would talk about that. About the law of attraction? Yeah. What? And you said that, it, you said that it's, it's actually love. In the video, uh, 
Yes, the law of attraction is love. Um, love is the highest form of vibration. Love is uh, is a vibration, just like everything else. The actual word love is a vibration. And if, if you emit the frequency of love, you are vibrating at a high frequency, the highest frequency. Love makes the world go round. If you didn't love to, say, uh, say write a song or play music, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be doing it. If, if there wasn't such a thing as love in the world, none of us would exist because there would be no passion. There would be no drive to mate. There would be uh, no inclination to create works of art or to erect buildings or to, uh, or to go and, and do some sort of vocation. Uh, there would be no love for money. There would be no desire to do anything. Love is the attractive force. Love is who we are. And love, if you vibrate at that frequency, will attract to you everything and anything you could possibly imagine. That's right. Can you give, because I, I understand what you're talking about, and for some people it might be kind of abstract. Can you give an example where in your own life or in the life of someone you know where the law of attraction has really worked? Oh, man. There's, there's one. Uh, this is so awesome. Uh, it was uh, when I, okay, so I needed a new car really badly. Like, my car was just falling apart. But the problem was I didn't have any money to afford to buy a car at the time. So um, I wrote down exactly what kind of car I wanted. I, it had to be, uh, it had to be um, a sunroof with air conditioning and a standard transmission. And I thought it could be, it should be blue because uh, Pesmosis Music Productions has blue in the logo, and that's my company and stuff. And and I put that aside. And um, and then, but a long time went by, probably about six months or so, and then. The, the auto show came to Toronto. I'm from Canada, just outside of Toronto. So I went to the auto show and thought, I'm going to find a car there that I really love. And uh, I did find a car, but it wasn't that what I was thinking. It was this, uh, the Dodge Challenger, and it was orange. And I just love the color orange. It's my favorite color. I fell in love with the car. I even kissed it goodbye at the auto show. That's how much I love this car. <laughs> and then there was the next week... I went and took the car for a test drive and the Dodge Challenger. I, I said, is it in? Uh, so when I went to the dealership, I said, Oh, uh, I'd like to take the, uh, do you have a V six in, uh, in standard transmission? And they said, no, we don't offer the standard transmission in six cylinder. And, and I was very disappointed right then and there. I thought, Oh, this is not the car. I got in the car, drove it around because I thought, okay, if I was actually going to purchase a car, if I had the money to do so, I would go and test drive it first. So I, so I test drove it and found that it drove like a boat. I wasn't happy with the interior. It had a lot of blind spots. I was mm-hmm. like, this is not the right car for me. This, Susan, here is the point that, that it still amazes me to this day. I drive home. I get in my driveway. And in the garage is a car. It's a blue hatchback Ford Focus with manual transmission, air conditioning, a sunroof, two doors, sporty, beautiful. I go inside. My mom hands me the keys. She goes, Here, your dad bought you this car for you. He knew you needed a car. It oh, my God. It was my birthday. It 
wasn't, it wasn't, uh, and I'm getting those shivers again. Uh, yep. It wasn't my birthday. It wasn't a special occasion. He had been looking for a car for me for, for a month or two, knowing that I needed one, knowing that I couldn't afford one. And he just wanted to do something nice for me. Oh, and my gosh. Was, yeah, it was, it was just absolutely amazing. That is love. That is the law of attraction. Uh, my parents are the greatest parents in the world. I, I love them so much. And not, not because they give me a car, because, because we have a great relationship. And yep. there's, there's just so much there. But, I mean, like, I, I went to the so far with the point of, okay, if I could afford a car, I would do this, this, and this. And, I, I, and it was really interesting because then you look back on it, like when I look back on the fear of death, uh, mm-hmm. Like how, oh, it was a spiritual awakening. I can realize that now. But I remember specifically the night before this had all happened, I thought, I literally thought, I deserve a car. This is, this is, uh, I, it's, it's going to happen. I already, it was a, a complete assurance. There was no doubt, not a doubt, seed of doubt in my mind whatsoever. And it happened. Yep. Yeah. Now you're talking about, you know, you mentioned uh, at times, you mentioned The Secret, which I think it's a fabulous video. And in The Secret, they talk about that, about being positive, about believing it's already happening, about saying it in the present moment, like affirmations. And I totally agree that um, just doing that, you're putting it out to the universe, which really wants to to give us everything good. And all we have to do is just say it. You know, it's it's like uh, last fall, I was at the fair, at the county fair here of all places, and there was somebody interviewing people on local TV. And they interviewed me. They walked by, and I was going to be on television anyway for my book. And so I, he said, well, what's your goal? And I, and I didn't – this just came through me. I said, I want to help the entire planet heal. And he laughed and said, that's pretty noble, but, you know, it's a little, you know, it's ambitious, but, you know, I'll grant you it's noble. And he laughed. And the next morning at 9 a.m., I was called by someone, my executive producer now at Voice America, who said, you know, your name has come up from our think tank. We want to interview you. Uh, and it's a worldwide radio show. <laughs> and, you know, it's like, we say these things either out loud or like you did, you know, in your head, you said this and it's like magic or it's the universe just loving us and giving us whatever it is we believe we deserve. Yeah, but I have to say one really important fact about all this. And yeah. and if there is even a seed of doubt within within your being, it's not going to happen for you. Your your mind is like a like a garden, and see, people think that like they hear about the law of attraction, or they they understand on an intellectual level about these universal concepts and teachings, and of course you understand it because it makes sense. All the things that we're talking about makes sense. We are yeah. we are speaking truth. We are speaking from from experience and understanding and and just this knowledge that has been passed down from generation to generation. But if you if you in your own mind have have weeds in your garden, if you have these 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 doubts and worries and fears, that's just going to stranglehold your passions, desires and love. And you're not going to attract to you what you've ultimately desired. You're going to do the exact opposite and just be in a spiral, downward spiral of, of negativity. Mm-hmm. No, I do. So I see that all the time with my clients. 
and uh, and in my own life as well. I think it's, you're absolutely right that, and I see this with people around money. You know, I see it around uh, love in terms of relationships that people actually block themselves from having absolutely everything that uh, is their heart's desire. They block. Uh, block it through their doubt, through their fear, through their negativity. So you're absolutely right. We're going to have to take a break, and we'll be right back, everyone, with Mark Pezzolato, who is uh, the expert about transformation. We'll be right back. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. Dr. Susan Allison is available online, by phone, and in person to help you heal whatever is no longer working in your life. You can go to her website at www.empoweredhealer.com or call her toll-free at 866-268-2121. Dr. Allison also has CDs and DVDs available on her website to empower you even more. You can listen to her voice guide you through meditations, visualizations, and exercises from her book, Empowered Healer. Her powerful book is available from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Balboa Press, and from local bookstores. Begin today to gain the confidence, power, and ability to heal yourself. Visit EmpoweredHealer.com or call 866-268-2121. It's time to explore the great shift that is taking place in our world. Every week, be sure to tune in to Walking Terra Krista Radio. Terra Krista means the new earth. Hosts Christine Melaresi and Mike Hayden, also known as Mel and Mike, will guide you across the third dimensional veil to help move you toward a fifth dimensional reality. Through our guests and the wisdom of your hosts, you'll be prepared to make this shift to Walking Terra Krista. Listen Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Every moment that we live provides us with numerous opportunities to grow more deeply spiritually through our active engagement in positive, concrete ways that can uplift, encourage, and help ourselves and each other. Become a part of Our Sacred Journey with your host, Audrey Katagawa. Our program will include guests who will share their experiences with you to inspire you to help create a peaceful, cooperative present and future and to explore your creativity and the valuable contributions which you can make. Our Sacred Journey airs live Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on 7th Wave. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. hands of the goddess we are held we are held we are held you are tuned in to the empowered healer show with dr susan allison if you wish to speak to dr allison or her guests this week please call into the program at 1-866-472-5795 that's 1-866-472-5795 5795 or you can send an email to the empowered healer at comcast.net now back to the program 
Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Empowered Healer Show. I'm Dr. Susan Allison, and I'm very happy to have Mark Pesolato here on my show. He's the author of Transformations, Your Inner Guide to Self-Exploration. And Mark and I have been talking about a lot of fascinating subjects. Hope that you have heard the whole show. But if you haven't, you can go to my host page on Voice America's 7th Wave Network, The Empowered Healer Show, and all my shows are archived. So if you miss any of this show, and I hope you won't, you can go and listen to it later. So Mark, I was going to, I wanted to ask you about some of your uh, your businesses that you have, you do, I believe, talks uh, to audiences that you call Invest in Yourself. I wanted you to, if you could talk to listeners about that a bit. Yeah, sure. Actually, I'm writing uh, my next book right now, and it's called Invest in Yourself. Good. And uh, But the, the art of investing in yourself is has everything to do with believing in yourself, first and foremost. And uh, and knowing that no matter what you do in your life, you will experience struggles and hardships. There is there is no way that you could ever be successful at anything without experiencing some form of struggle or challenge or something that will make you grow. And and. That's why it's so important to invest in yourself, to do the things that you love to do. Because if you go and do the things that you do not like to do because they give you some sort of value, like you might work a job you don't like because you have to pay the bills and your mortgage and your car and for your kids and all that kind of stuff. So you you take this job you don't like, you're going to have problems in your life anyway. But now you don't like what you're doing and you did it for some other reason than following your heart. So the, the, the act of investing in yourself is to look at yourself objectively and figure out what it is that really drives you. What is that passion? What can you offer others that is just straight from the heart, that flows so naturally and so easily, and it makes you happy to do it day in and day out, and go and do that and experience the hardships and struggles that come along with it because you will grow and you will be a better person for it. Yep. No, I love that. I completely agree with you that, you know, earth, you know, being earthlings, humans in this were embodied, you know, it's, this is school, you know, it's, it's about the school of discover, self-discovery and transformation and becoming better people. And along the way, our suffering and the things that are difficult are deepening us. And I, I love what you just said. I totally agree. Oh, yeah. Totally agree. I also agree, you know, and I tell people all the time in my workshops that, it's really important to find what brings you joy. You know, we're supposed to be, every spiritual teacher has said we're beings, we're to be beings of joy, we're to be happy here. And to figure out what just really makes you happy in one way is to think about when you were a kid and what you love to do when people call you in for dinner and you don't want to come in and you're busy doing this or doing that and you're so absorbed in it. You know, it's kind of like probably your music, Mark. You know, you're, at least it's my music, you know, that I get so wrapped up in it and I'm so excited. I forget to eat. I forget, you know, to do all these other things because I'm so immersed in this joy of creation. Uh, and, there is yeah. a, there, sorry, but there is a, a like a, a downfall that I've found and that I've experienced, and the reason why we're most people are unhappy. They 
See, what happens is you see other people following their heart and their passion, and then you think, oh, that person is so happy doing that. Maybe, maybe they're playing hockey every Sunday night or something. So you decide, oh, I'm going to go play hockey too mm-hmm. because, because they're so happy doing it. It must be something about playing hockey that makes, makes you happy. And then you find out, wait a second, I'm not happy doing this at all. And then yep. you go try something else, and, and it's just a, a, a path that leads to nowhere. You start digging all these holes in various places, and you get nowhere. If, you, if you're digging for water in a well, you have to dig deep in one hole. So you got to pick that spot and just go for it, and you are the only one who can figure it out. You can't go by what others are saying. That's so true. I'm so glad you mentioned that because I do see people doing that. That it's, you know, it's like one of my um, social media people said to me, oh, you know, the work you do, it's magic. You know, uh, people are healing. It's like, you know, magical. And I said, it's a miracle. I said, no, it's work. And the miracle is that human beings have a spirit and they are going inside and they are healing themselves. They are going inside and finding out what their joy is, what their truth is. It's an inside job and only they can do it. So I compl- I'm so glad you said that, that people have to find their own bliss from inside them. Oh, yeah. No one can find it for them. And and Susan, you hit it right on the head with with how you're 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 more of a facilitator we can't there's no such thing as healing like there's no single person that could ever heal you of anything you heal yourself uh when somebody does say the act of quantum touch or puts their hands on you and be healed it's your body that's being that's healing itself your body naturally knows um uh, another interesting fact is I, I meditate every day. I've taken med- uh, Vipassana meditation. It's a 10-day course uh, where you spend in noble silence, and it's really transformative, and it's been around for thousands of years. Yep. And uh, now when I meditate, because I meditate every day for, for an hour or half an hour, and um, just twice a day, when I sit, I will actually notice that uh, the back of my neck, the, the bones, in, in they start cracking and going into a, a place. It's like the body's just naturally hearing, healing itself as you allow the energy to flow. Mm. I completely agree, completely. And, you know, what you said about people healing other people, you know, I, I really like there's certain modalities like Reiki and um you know, other, other modalities you mentioned. I really love the idea that you are, you know, the quote healer is not doing it. It's a co-creation. It's co-creating with, with the divine, with spirit. It's co-creating with the person. The person is, who is the, the, you know, the person who's coming for healing is actually bringing in that healing. Mm-hmm. And was, part, um... partly with their belief, their belief that they deserve to heal. Oh yeah. Even if 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 you're not a, it doesn't matter whether you're you're a follower of Christ or not or of Jesus. Uh, the the fact is that there's uh, in in the Bible and in the teachings of Jesus, it, it says uh, like he will go to somebody, a crippled man, and he will um, he will kneel down before them and say, uh, "Do you believe that I can heal you?" And the man will will say, "Yes, I do." So then he will say, "Be healed." 
get yep. up and walk. And, yep. and it, but you can't do that if you don't believe. You have to believe. So, and there was uh, um, people talking about Jesus at the time. And they're like, oh, he's a healer. He can do anything for you. So then all they had to do was go in front of him, and I believe. And, and they, they totally just allowed the healing to happen, and their body just followed along with their spirit. Yep. I think there's another passage in the Bible, too, about, you know, all I can do, you can do also. And it's something like that. But in other words, everything that Jesus said that he could do, we all can do. You know, we all have that capacity. We all have, um, you know, God within us. We have the divine inside us. We're part, you know, it's like I think it was Walt Whitman and, and Emerson and Thoreau. You know, we're part and particle of God, they said. And I, I love that. So mm-hmm. yeah, I love you yeah, bringing that up. Yeah. So, I, yeah, so I wanted to, you know, we're talking a bit about philosophy. And I was interested in one section of your book sort of devoted to the I Ching. And I wanted you to, to talk about why you did that in that section and maybe something about Chinese philosophy or or your interest in that. Sure. Well, if you've never heard about the I Ching before, it's a, it's a book of divination. So you can, uh, the easiest way to use this book is that you take three coins and roll them six times. And that translates to the energy that you hold in this now moment. And the ancient Chinese believe that there are, at any given moment in time, there are 64 different situations you could be in. And of those 64 situations, there are six different ways of looking at them. So uh, you could be in, in, um, in a place right now where you're experiencing a decreasing or increasing. Like there's just something going on in your life that's, that's doing that. And there's six ways of looking at it, and there's always one way that's the specific way. And for a long time now, I've read the book of I Ching many times, and I've found that uh, it was always accurate. There was always some truth, like complete truth. And there's so many ways of looking at just the six situations. And I felt that a book of transformations would not be complete without... Uh, having an interpretation of this ancient book of Chinese philosophy. So it's one of the, four, one of the uh, foundations of the book. It, it's one of the phases of transformation. Yeah. And was this something that helped you in your 15 years of searching and healing? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. There's, uh, there's no question that the I Ching, uh, the Tao Te Ching, the Tao of Nature, the, these, these, uh, these books, the knowledge that come from thousands of years ago have definitely guided where where I am now and where I'm going to be in the future and and who I've become uh, but all of this wouldn't come come to play without exploring my own inner being first like uh, I can't be the author of your inner guide to self-exploration without exploring my own self and um, so the book is written in the third person uh, speaking of universal concepts and teaching such as the I Ching, the laws of nature, um, law of attraction, which we've talked about, healing, all these things. Yeah, I I was just wanting to move into talking about the book more specifically. And before I do that, can you tell people how they can get your book, Mark? Well, it's available worldwide uh, through Barnes & Nobles. The Transformations, Your Inner Guide to Self-Exploration, 
Uh, it can be picked up on Amazon. Uh, there's an actual website, which uh, it's called transformationsbook.com. And on there, every day, I'm posting videos, I'm posting new thoughts, and uh, just reaching out to anyone who's willing to look at themselves objectively. And they're always messages of positivity. Yeah. No, I love your website. I actually, people can go to my host page and they'll see um, that website there if they forget. It's posted there in my description of the show today. So let's talk about the book more specifically. I, I, I want to talk about your view of religion. And for for you, this is page 52. And for people who are going to get the book, it's on page 52. But tell us your views of religion. <laughs> Well, for a long time, uh, like when I was a kid, my parents always dragged me to church. I'm, yep. I'm, uh, I'm Catholic. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so, you know, I grew up on the teachings of, of uh, being a Christian. And, and then for a long time, I stopped going to church. As soon as I, I was old enough to say, Mom, I'm not going, I didn't yep. go anymore. I was about 17 years old, and, and for a good decade, even longer, I did not go to church. This was during my self-exploration project, after yep. I've been reading all these books and things like that. And yep. now I go every week. Um, it just, uh, there's something pure about it. No, people will, will look at religion in specific ways, and like the media bashes like priests that do horrible things to children, and but that's not an accurate representation of what religion is. No matter mm-hmm. what religion you follow, there's always a fundamental basic principle, and that is to love. Yep. Love, that high vibration. And it's gratitude. It's, it's like you're, you're going there and admitting that you, there's something in you that you fear. You, you have ego. You are admitting that you are not perfect. Yeah. And in this admission, you are totally open to new possibilities and the frequencies of love. That is religion. Yeah, no, I, I really like what you say about that. You know, and also Catholicism, yes, has gotten a bad rap. But if you go back, I mean, it is sort of the, the first Christian religion. If you go back to the teachings of Jesus, you go back to the origins of that faith. It's very pure and it's very beautiful. Unfortunately, People who had egos, people who, you know, some people came in and kind of, you know, mucked with the original essence or teachings of Jesus, I feel. And if people can get past that and get down to the essence of the true spirit of what was intended originally, then, then that's, that's what they need and that's what they get. Yeah, but once again, it all comes down to that thing. You cannot just go out and follow other people and do or look at what other people are doing. You have to do what speaks to yourself. Like, uh, like I would never convert to Judaism or Buddhism or any other religion. I grew up on Christianity. It doesn't make it right or wrong. It's just what, what works for this person, Mark Pesolato. And, uh, and so you just have to find what works for you. But going to church... And, and doing those kinds of spiritual things that, that are, are, as long as you're, you're there for a positive thing. The, the people who, um, you, t- you talk about uh, people taking advantage of religion or the people who, who gave it a bad name. I mean, they're just in search for power. That's their yep. ego. That's, yep. that's the fear. That's, 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 not, that's not what religion's all about. 
No. And I think that, as you said, it really helps our humility. It helps us be in our hearts. And it helps us grow and transform and be better and better humans on this journey. Well, everyone, I've really enjoyed the show today. Thank you so much, Mark, for being here. And I hope that we'll be in touch for many years to come. Thanks, Susan. I really appreciate it. It was my pleasure. Wonderful. Thank you again. And thanks, everybody, for being here today. Uh, I'm so glad that you were here and you hold the space for inspiration and transformation to occur. So you're very important uh, to this show. Next week, our guest is Norma Hollis, the authenticity doctor who will help you fully become your true and real self. Until then, this is Dr. Susan Allison wishing you an empowering week. Thank you again for listening to The Empowered Healer Show. Please join your host, Dr. Susan Allison, again next Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave channel. Until then, have an empowering and fulfilling week. We are held in the arms of the goddess. We are held, we are held.